Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. Mentioning the importance of being vigilant to the different illusions and then the distractions but i don't want to go dark you know no 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 actually we just want to talk about it how we talk about it because okay i've been sitting with these things and i've been like keeping note of them in my mind thinking that when we return in the new year these will be the things that we'll discuss Mm -hmm. but now that we're here yeah, I feel what's really important and essential is to identify what a real homie is for the context of this conversation. I'm using the word homie, but really it's just like an ally, a friend, a friend, essentially. Oh, not the ally. You know what I'm saying? Because that just I triggered feel- that concept of like what an ally could actually do. Remember, like a few weeks ago, we were talking there's so back. much to like get into because we really haven't chatted for the yeah. podcast in a while. <laughs> this is like where we but like... continue what you were saying about the homies because I well, feel wait, like but no, little... I'm, I'm I don't know what you're referring to about the past conversation. So how in this current world that a lot of us live in, there's a lot of division and separation, and then oh. there's a lot of different movements to provide some kind of unity and support but it's really rooted in illusion and a lot of the times the word ally is used and people are like oh yeah I'm an ally um like I'm reposting this on my story or on Instagram showing that I support people of color or I support minorities or I support this group like I am that ally yet a true ally, in my opinion, is somebody who would take a stance and take action on that stance. So an example is I know somebody who's trying to get into a very select career, like a select group career, and there's like a union involved and there's a waiting list and like there's all of this official paperwork that accompanies it. Yet there's so much... Yeah, there's so much corruption. So even though this person I know is number one on this list and they've been number one for years, a lot of white people are getting hired and getting this position who are below them in the list. And, um, you know, like the conversation came up about the allies and I'm like, no, like if you're really an ally, you would say I'm not taking that job until the number one person who's a person of color, like a minority, is given that job because they're number one on the list. They deserve it. I don't deserve that. I'm not number one on the list, you know? So that's what I thought you were mentioning the allies for. No, but I use that word to kind of sum up the idea because I feel like it's all in one. The concept of a friend, an ally, it's all the same, really, because it's like the same essence energy that navigates and fuels these terms when they're really rooted in the truth of using these terms Mm -hmm. and it was so mind-boggling to have that conversation that we had about this specific situation that you brought up because it was just like unbelievable that it's so 
still present in this kind of very straightforward way, like very obvious when there's these certain measures that are taken that are in place to ensure equality of how people get promoted into this position. Mm -hmm. It's like all of these things are in place and still they're not being honored. So it speaks to what's like really rooted in in people's actions and like the fact that it's an illusion essentially like these things yeah so to bring it back to what I was talking about like the real homies like a real friend in your personal life it's the same concept where I feel we use the word friend very use very loosely in this Mm -hmm. world not you and I but just in general like people Mm-hmm. And what really defines a friend? Because I have this conversation a lot too, actually at work too. Like, oh, my friend. I'm like, what is a friend? You know, like, yeah. Let's define a friend because there's acquaintances, people we know, and whatever. And then there's a real friend. And mm-hmm. a friend isn't doing things to be an opportunistic person to get like a level up because they're associated with you a friend doesn't have secret agendas a friend isn't scared to stand by you in your times of need yeah there's so much to it so it's like if all of those things aren't a friend then what is a friend right yeah exactly and I feel our relationship has been a great example and a baseline for me as to what truly is a friend because it's grown so much and it's really like deepened that concept to the point where I don't even associate or resonate with the word friend like we've had Mm -hmm. in private conversations where I'm like no I don't have friends I don't have best friends like we're family or yeah you know I just know about you or you my real homie you know Mm -hmm. and I feel that really ties into what we were just talking about the concept of like the ally and I'm kind of arriving at a deeper understanding of this concept as we're speaking about it again where like the concept of a friend could be like rooted in illusion like these surface level you know constructs because truly as a human being all of humanity we should be showing up for one another for what we are so you smiling is funny (laughs) Um, you know like it's not a matter of us being family or friends or allies or this or that we're all human beings and we're so deeply connected to the oneness that is so beyond this earthly plane our souls are deeply connected and we need to care about one another from that level of love so if there's an injustice occurring to one of us it's occurring to all of us and that's why it's so important to take the stance on actually supporting one another and like you mentioned you know like the word friend is used so loosely and we think we have these friends but essentially maybe they don't truly have our back and it's because they don't have their own back you know how can somebody be so supportive of you and connected to you if they're lacking that connection within themselves and that support within themselves. And I feel it's really important to speak on. And I know I said, like, I don't want to bring it to like the darker energy, but sometimes it's needed. And I feel what's going on in the world on a global scale right now, currently, we really do need to dive into that shadow or like the shadow work 
and I say that with air quotes and like into the depths of the darkness because there is so much darkness that's surfacing and so many people are really blinded by the illusions that keep us in the darkness and although we all are light beings and we have so much light radiating in us and without like with from without us we still need to bring more attention to that and not be afraid to be like okay yeah you know I wasn't an ally. I wasn't a supporter. I wasn't a friend. This is what happened. This is why. But now I'm going to choose to show up differently. And I'm going to choose to be that human for another human. Yeah. And it goes back to what that relationship is with ourselves, like you said. And I feel like that's a great space to start for someone Mm -hmm. who's curious about this because it allows the curiosity to dive in within ourselves before we then project that or try and explain that or action on that with another person without having like all, all the clarity within how it is that we're operating from that space that's rooted in division yeah. and I think it goes back to like self-love showing up for ourselves all the things that we can define as a friend or whatever term we want to use mm-hmm. what we would classify those like relationships, allyships or whatever it is, how are we doing that or not doing that for ourselves? And then that helps us connect to the concept that um, you had the deeper understanding about, about the oneness, which made me laugh because it's like, duh, you know? And I feel like that's been happening in a lot of our recent episodes where we have like this deepening of an understanding of something. Mm-hmm. So it makes me laugh because it's funny. Um but yeah, so I I feel like it does begin with ourselves, but I feel you and I have been dissecting these things in our personal lives through conversations and we haven't been on the podcast in a little bit for recording. Um, so it's easier to recognize that I feel like we've sat with this for some time now. Yeah. Um, but it's been useful that it's like the fall winter time because it's something I've been sitting with the fact that there's a shorter amount of time with the sun out, which means like there's more darkness present throughout the day, which allows for that reflection within ourselves to discover our darkness, to become more familiar with it and to integrate that with the light and to show a lot of love for this aspect that lives within us that we can then bring that forward into our outer relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the introspection, because what comes to mind right now is like, yeah, you know, I choose to show up for myself and others in the way that I currently do, which is really from a place of love. I try my best to show up from that space of love. But because I still witness other people acting from a space that isn't love or opportunistic, or even like corporations with only their interest and like the interest of money first, I know that that's something that's still within this paradigm that I'm experiencing. So it's like, I'm not any better. I'm not above, you know, like it's all still the same thing. So even though I may journal, I may meditate, I may do yoga, I may do charity work, I may volunteer, like whatever these things are that people may do that make themselves feel like a better person, there's always still room to continue bringing in more love and amplifying the light that is. So that came to mind just now because of like what you're saying, like the in nature right now, we are experiencing longer days and the darkness is more present. And as sheltered as we may, and I'm speaking from like my own personal experience, because I feel like I do tend to do this. 
as sheltered as I keep myself like oh yes I'm choosing green you know like I'm choosing the clean way as best as I can and I'm doing this there's still room for me to be like okay no humanity forget me you know like remove my decisions remove me as the individual humanity as a collective is still experiencing whatever it is experiencing so there's more for me to do I can't just be content in my little bubble that I created this safe space for myself because that in itself could be an injustice to humanity because it's like me playing um I forgot the word, but like blind, basically. Aloof. Like aloof. It's me being aloof, thinking that because my little bubble is safe and secure and I'm making the green choices, that that's going to ripple outwards more and more. But it's like, no, you have to be active. You have to take action. So whether that's activism, like I mentioned, like with the inequality when it comes to race and like jobs, if that means saying no to your dream job because you know that you don't deserve it and somebody else does, it's like these drastic radical changes and choices have to be made so that we could really allow that ripple to ripple until it's no more. Yeah, like making the action steps that's available to us and not turning the blind eye because what mm-hmm. you're speaking to speaks to like just in day-to-day life, especially when we have the awareness of the inequalities that are taking place beyond mm-hmm. race, like whatever it is that's not rooted in love and there's a division present having that awareness and still choosing to not action on it just creates and further compounds that division so it's Mm -hmm. taking the steps when they're available to us and that takes a lot of courage you know like we can talk about that because there is a lot that goes into taking the stance that's rooted in love even in this paradigm when people are just trying to do the best that they can for themselves and may still be operating from fear. And I think a big thing that will help like connect this is what we were also discussing during text, like uh, valuable and what's for show, because a lot of the times when somebody's doing the best that they can for themselves, and I'll talk about this from a money standpoint, because I feel like that's the easiest way to recognize it. It's like you want to get the highest paying job that you can so that you can support yourself or your family, like whatever your situation is. And you can have nice things and have like valuables and, you know, you're working hard. So you want to receive the physical, tangible items to reflect that work. And what we have been made to believe as consumers is such an illusion. And it's part of the distraction that I mentioned earlier We invest our energy in such BS, like I'll give the personal example from today, cookware, you know, I have recently a few years ago, I had found out about like how awful pots and like the nonstick materials are. So I got rid of all of my pots a few years ago and I bought a whole um, non-toxic collection Within about like a year and a half, that non-toxic collection that was really costly, like that cost me several hundred dollars for like a four-piece set, um, was damaged. The handles were melted, like just uh, the inside of it, the coating was like all scraped and peely just from using it. Got rid of those and I got another set. And now again, I find myself like almost a year later, I'm shy of a year in February would be a year that I, I need new cooking wear 
So I'm there like online looking today and I come across a cooking set and it's $1,800 to replace all my cooking stuff. And a part of me wants to because it's like, no, I need this. You know, like the the mind tells you like you need this in order to be healthy and to be like clean. You need to get this. But then my other side of me is like, what the heck am I doing? Like, I'm not about to spend $1,800 on this. For a year from now or who knows when I'm going to need to replace it. So like we're made to be in this consuming energy and like spending energy on things that aren't truly valuable. It's just surface level, materialistic, what we think looks nice, what we think we need when we truly don't. I can go like I do have a cast iron, but I can just cook up in my cast iron. The cast iron will last me years and years and years. Like you said, a cast iron can be passed down through generations. So it's like we have to start reprogramming ourselves to get out of that consumer mindset and start focusing on what's actually valuable versus the show and the surface level things. Yeah. And what I've learned along the way up until where I am currently is that what's truly valuable is really simple. And most of the time it's non-materialistic it's the relationships it's the connections with others with nature with the oneness Mm -hmm. like those simple things are nourishing beyond any dollar value can ever be and simple things like water clean food having a relationship with the people who grow the food like those I've discovered for myself to be true luxuries to have access to these things And it's something that I'm continuously growing a relationship with because of just the nature of the pace that we live in in this society, because I have incorporated the practice of praying over my food and expressing deep gratitude for it for some time now. Every once in a while, I recognize I'm like three spoons in to my meal and I'm like, oh, I didn't acknowledge all that took place to bring this meal forward down Mm -hmm. to like the quality of the pots that I choose, you know, like there's so much to go. And I've never thanked my pots, like the quality of my pots up until now, like having this discussion, I didn't have that in my mind on my list of things to be grateful for. So it shows how much there is to be grateful for, for all the blessings that we have currently. And I feel that's a great way of like fueling the resistance that is beneficial to standing down against consumerism and capitalism and the need for more and feeling like we're not enough or there's like a lack mentality, like there's always more to achieve and to gain. Mm -hmm. And I feel this also supports the unity and the oneness because it spills into those divisions that different groups have, um, social groups, um, socioeconomic groups, like different things like that, you know, it's rooted in the like lack and it's all one and the same. Yeah. And like, as you say this, I really want to try to remain grounded in the light, but I just have (laughs) to say like, it's such BS because these corporations are making a killing literally a killing because they're killing people through their greed (laughs) they're making a killing off of us off of humanity you know and 
we're so asleep and numb to it that we're just like, yes, keep killing us. Yes, keep taking from us. Yes, keep on. And we're encouraging it through our actions and our behaviors. And like you said, like we have to start realizing the praying over the food. Once you start recognizing all of the different steps it took to get this meal that's nourishing you, you express so much gratitude, but in that process, you can see like, wait a second, is this nourishing me or is this poisoning me? Because I'm going for like the cheaper ingredients and I'm going for these corporations that use God knows what to lab grow food that's really unhealthy and unethical. So like, there's so much, but like I said, I'm really trying to stay grounded no, in the light. Just stay with what you have to share. You it's know, like, just... wake the F up. Let's yeah. all start taking a stance, like as hard as it is, because trust me, for me, like I just said, it sounds so trivial and it sounds so privileged, this concept of like the $1,800 pots. But this is like a real lifetime example that I was working through today. It's like as hard as it is to say no to what might feel luxurious or what might be more comfortable. You said something really beautiful. We have to recognize that we are enough. Whatever we have, like in this very moment, is enough. And I think that feeling of like constantly wanting to do better and constantly wanting to do more or attain more and achieve more, we have to learn to let that go because that more, more, more is what keeps this cycle going. It's what keeps feeding the corporations. It's what keeps allowing the corporations to kill humanity. And it's like, no, it's so simple. Back in the day, people lived so simple without the concepts of greed and things like that, you know? But, yeah, like, I don't even want to go there. Yeah, but it's so true because just even in, like, recent um, boycotting of Starbucks, they lost billions of dollars. They've had to close down stores. So it's good to the the power that we do hold as people and Mm -hmm. voting with our dollar and it shows that there is something there for us to explore and it speaks to everything that you're saying right now and it's very peaceful all you're doing is choosing not to shop or buy something from somewhere you know or change where you're getting it from you know you love coffee forget duncan forget like whatever these other big Places are that use paper cups that have microplastics in them that are really hurting us. Go find a farmer, whether that's a local farmer. I don't know if coffee can be grown, you know, here in America or like New York, but like try to shop and really use your dollar wisely, even if you can't import it. I know like there's so many El Salvador, Guatemala, there's so many different countries, Cuba, DR, that make coffee and have the best coffee. Yeah, or supporting a local coffee shop. You know, there's like many steps that people can take. Um, And it just speaks to that, like exploring the choices that we do make. And it is like challenging at times, but you just begin with where you are. Mm -hmm. And it's all about like simplifying and releasing instant gratification and comfortability um and what's that word that like everything is done for um convenience um like releasing convenience you know that's why we go out to eat and then end up eating food that's like doused in canola oil like all of these things that we do out of convenience mm-hmm. that takes us away and disconnects us from the very idea of living you know like 
whether that's you growing your own food and seeing what that process is like so then it connects you deeper to the earth like these are all just like sometimes can be extreme examples depending who's listening like the idea of like growing your own food may not be available to you but Mm -hmm. whatever it is is just to highlight the idea that there's so much that goes into just sustaining us as human beings with our basic needs like food and water and shelter and if we put more effort into that process that sustains us that will help connect us deeper to the oneness and like help us care for the earth for each other and recognize and and awaken to the truth of the illusions that are present the illusions yeah. that tell us you need this if without this x material whatever concept whatever it is you're inadequate you're not enough you can efficiently do something mm-hmm. or you're not as healthy all these things yeah, yeah and i think the step for anybody listening like even with myself it's always education educate yourself don't trust anything blindly you know whatever canola oil something you mentioned I remember a few years ago before I knew any better that I used to only buy canola oil because I thought that was the best um, oil to use like I think even on the (laughs) bottles it says heart health or something like on the yeah it's not even a real oil (laughs) It goes goes to show like the depths of these illusions and how trusting we are as humans. You know, I really think that our nature, our natural way of being is to trust because we're so pure and innocent within our souls that we have allowed our trusting nature to kind of turn against us in a way and allow us to be manipulated. So it's like educate yourself, really do research and I'm not talking about like Google research because that's censored. Compromised. And yeah, like go find books, you know, whether it's the library or a bookstore, whatever it is, go find the books to read and educate. There's so many people out there that have done work. Thank God, thank them to help, you know, push humanity forward. And we just have to choose to take the actions to educate ourselves and then do things from a conscious place. You know what I think would be really helpful if we like have a resource in our website where we gather books that we've read or books that we know of um, that can be resources for people who are interested in diving deeper into different categories that could be beneficial in their lives. That's a great idea. You know, yeah, we could start working on that because that's a really good idea. Yeah, because it's it can be overwhelming. Like, where do you begin? What book do you use? You know, mm-hmm. like. You know, it's not like we have all the answers, but we can share what we have learned that's allowed us to be where we are now. And as we continue to, because we do enjoy like self-study and learning and we basically have a book hub between like our personal tribe. Yeah. Um, And I was laughing because, you know, like there's so many books that have been removed basically almost entirely from history that have like the real information. So it Mm -hmm. is really important to acquire knowledge because it is the one thing that can never be taken from us. And with that knowledge, we create wisdom that we can action on and create such deep, fundamental, profound, long lasting changes that no one can tell you about yourself you know like that's a way to reclaim our power reclaim our Mm -hmm. sovereignty and help and help others like with our education or 
with a meal. You know, it can be as simple as like, I learned this thing about what I was using all the time to cook with. Here, let me show you. Or like someone eats your meal and it's so good and then it opens a conversation to have a conscious conversation. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's really in the little everyday things, having a water filter in your shower. It, you know, it goes as deep as life is. Yeah, because I mean, like, <laughs> there's so many things. Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I said, just don't be, it's hard to say don't be as trusting, but it's like maybe be a little bit more skeptical because I feel the skepticism can lead to more empowerment when you start questioning things. If you don't question anything, what are you actually learning? What are you engaging in? You know, it's like those cults, um, Jim Jones. He convinced a whole village of people to drink the Kool-Aid and kill themselves. And it's like, if this one man can do it, just this one man, you know, imagine what your government can do and all of, like, the people and powers that be. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. (laughs) take it there because I learned about Jim Jones through you (laughs) I only knew about the artist the singer yeah the rapper it just speaks to like there's so much to learn oh my god it has me literally crying from laughter yeah because it's just to show like it's another example of the humans being so trusting and really putting their faith in a leader or you know whatever And because of a belief system, because he was a religious cult leader. So because of this uh, belief system, which I feel is applicable to all humans of this earth, like all global citizens, we put our faith and our beliefs in what we're told. And we're so trusting in the powers that be, but we don't know where they're leading us to. So, yeah, and it speaks to exactly that that's a really good highlight because it's no different with the government you know like they're human beings like they're not god you know they're not they're not above us in any kind of way reptilians but (laughs) some i'm kidding i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) no it's okay maybe someone will explore what that even means yeah but it's to say that there's so much truth to what you're sharing. You know, we put the a few people on a pedestal and whatever mm-hmm. they say goes and it's the ultimate truth. And yeah. if our intuition is telling us different, like explore that, use that, you know, use the powers that live within you that we all have. Intuition mm-hmm. helps us with discernment, with decision making, with guidance. Let that be your first and foremost lead before anything outside of you. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to really connect to that and know yourself because I feel that the recent years have showed us no matter how strong your intuition is, like there's some sort of test that can be put upon us. And unless you have an unwavering amount of like strength and courage and fully trusting yourself and having support around you as well helps. You can really kind of question yourself and not be too sure of what you're thinking of doing or what action steps you take. And, you know, the the whole situation that happened about three years ago when so many people were 
almost forced to do something because if they didn't, they would lose their jobs. They couldn't see family. They couldn't see friends. They couldn't visit loved ones dying in a hospital. Um, that's another example that I want to show, like help highlight and emphasize of the powers and people at B being able to control us so easily. They instill so much fear in us and they actually get us to make decisions that they want us to make that can ultimately hurt us. So I'm not speaking like any in any more depths on that, but it's just like really, like you said, connect to the intuition so that your intuition can allow you to feel discernment and you make the choices that are best for yourself and hopefully your loved ones too, because I feel it only takes one educated or empowered person within a tribe of people to then be like, hey, no, don't do this, or hey, pay attention to this, you can do this better. And that's that ripple. And then hopefully, you know, like, hopefully people start trusting those closest to them instead of people that they don't even know. Oof, yes. Oh, my God, we're so quick to trust people that are strangers that we haven't known our whole lives before we trust our neighbor, our family, and it highlights the importance of the education because it's Mm -hmm. without the education that we're so quick to say yes, like, okay, you know the answers, let me just follow you. It's too overwhelming to like dive into what's happening or research Mm -hmm. or like trust myself. And I feel that's part of what is taking place is that there's not a lot of thinking happening with people, I feel like there's just like information given out and then people just take that for face value and move forward and just chuck yeah. that into their into their memory. Like, yeah, this is the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that's been something that's been like indoctrinated into our way of being like from our school system, from like birth, you know, even the idea of like how we even come into this world. So, yeah. you know, like it's really, really, really so deeply profound. Mm -hmm. The more we can peel back the layers on all of the illusions that are present, the more we realize like the ancestors had it figured out when they were living simply, when they Mm -hmm. were with minimal um, conveniences. The conveniences was really like put into place to make um, workhorses, you know, like just put us to be cattle, essentially like sheep. Yeah, the quote I shared with you about the person, I don't even want to say the family's name, but like this really big, wealthy family who created the educational system. In Uh, America. Yeah, they created the system so that they can have workers as opposed to independent thinkers. Mm -hmm. And that speaks to what you're saying right now. Yeah, which is really interesting. Um, Like, definitely recommend looking into that for whoever is interested, because I feel like it's really right there. Like people were saying this out in the open, but it's not public knowledge, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like look into where our medical baselines come from, like what type of person they base the normal ranges on. It's not for everybody. Uh, Look at where the education system comes from. Look at the banking systems, look at the pharmaceutical system, you know, like start looking at these big groups. And then if you really dive deep enough, you're going to see the correlation and the link to a certain select few of individuals who have their hands kind of in all of these pots. Yeah. And it starts to make you think and wonder, because this isn't conspiracy as much as it can sound like it is. 
I feel like it's more so awareness and it's casting light on the illusions that we're made to believe are not there. Yeah, and the more that we speak up on what is true to us and the things that we're contemplating and have these conversations, the more we find our tribe, the more like secure and safe we feel. Just to touch slightly on what you mentioned about what happened a few years ago when it was like really crazy out here. I'm so grateful that we had one another because Mm -hmm. that was, you know, that was really a true testament to the faith and the intuition connection and so many things, you know. It began in the year 2020. Yeah. And it was just so essential because I really have to highlight that the connection that we had that we carried throughout that time, like we were really there for each other in a way that, you know, a lot of people weren't available to be supportive. Um, And that was only available because we spoke on it. You know, we spoke our true feelings, like all the ranges of feelings, because, you know, there's many emotions that you go through when there's like so much chaos that has never been presented in our lives before comes forward. And it's just to say that, like find those pockets of people like it's really essential as much as this journey is our own and we can only meet others to the depths that we've met ourselves and all these things Mm -hmm. really do that it's so essential in these times especially with everything that we've discussed like all the division that's going on the wars that are taking place it's now of an important time more important than ever as it's always been so important But because of the advancements in technology, we're able to see so much more of what's taking place globally. And we're just able to connect and see so much easier than it was before. Like the research, you had to really dive deeper for it. For some things you still do, but there's so much more available, like so much easier access to so many things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel it's like you saying there's so many wars, so many injustice going on. It's the biggest war against humanity that's occurring right now. And thank God we have the privilege to be able to see what's going on and keep up with it. You know, like there is light being casted. And this episode isn't to instill fear because somebody who has fear within them is the most easily controlled person. This episode sincerely from the depths of my being and my heart is to really encourage you to as a listener is to empower yourself educate yourself and choose wisely yeah yeah and it's like it's okay you know we're here for a reason we're all here we're all the chosen ones all of us here on earth we're here with reason with great divine orchestration the purpose goes so beyond what we could ever truly understand or overstand and that's really comforting and to know that we are connected to this one energy all of us together that energy source is always available to us to mm-hmm. harness energy from and to like recharge us and refuel us whenever we're feeling down or scared like it's not what it has to be and yeah I feel like that's it you know yeah on that note Deandra and I will be taking a break for some time but we will be back stronger yeah. than ever We will be updating our website so that we can have those resources. I really like that idea. I think that's so good. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Anything, any last words you want to share? (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, this will be our last episode for this year at least. And then we'll be coming back sometime next year. Um, no, like there's so much love present in our ways of being that is so much more stronger than anything that's external or fear-based that lives within us or externally. And as long as there's even the smallest, little, slightest inclination to really feeling that and understanding that for yourself, it's available for you to grow deeper with that connection to the point where nothing could ever bring you to your knees and fear only can be help you help you like grow and and carry on through this earth with faith and no fear looking over your shoulder it's just like the love is really real man (laughs) of course it is love is the only thing that's real and it's like if you are ever on your knees out of fear turn that fear into prayer get on your near on your knees and bow and like Pray and pray and pray and hold on to the hope that exists within you. And that fear will go away. Fear is normal as a human being. It's okay to feel fear. We instinctually can feel fear inside of us to keep us safe. But it's what we choose to do with that fear that dictates the unfolding and the rest of our story. Amen. Beautiful. I love it. Check out all our episodes. We've been reading some (laughs) books recently. Great resources. I just love the people. I just love, I have so much gratitude for the people who have been here with us along this ride because in part their presence has allowed us to come this far. Mm -hmm. As much as the deep innate calling that our souls have to continue on this path. Yeah, And it speaks to that oneness. Exactly. So no matter where in the world you're listening to us, because we know we see you guys all over, we love you so much. And this isn't a goodbye. Yes, it is. See you later. later. (laughs) Catch you in the next realm. Thank you for listening. Continue flowing in your own space by simply being. If this resonated with you and you feel called, please be sure to follow us, like and share. Until next time, wherever you go, give yourself space, space to flow. If you would like to support us, you can check out our affiliates mentioned in our show notes or on our website at flowspacewellness.com and go to our affiliates page. We have affiliates with Greenfield Water Solution, which brings life back into your water, with Lil's Basement, which are handcrafted polymer clay jewelry incense holders and cute creations for your body and home, Baja Gold Salt Company, which we love to cook with their sea salt, Oko Living, which are 100% organic cotton, herbal dyed, ethically sourced and made, beautiful yoga mats, life-changing energy which supplies sound healing instruments such as crystal singing bowls singing pyramids and tuning forks the original himalayan crystal salt which is our go-to for salt to make soleil you can also support us by leaving us a love donation any comments on our social media pages or our youtube 
and also sharing our podcast with your friends, family, co-workers, and anybody you feel would benefit from our message. Thank you so much for joining, tuning in, and listening to us and sharing this space, and we look forward to connecting with you in the future.